the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a beautiful day. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue, right in the heart of downtown Apopka, Highway 441, also known as 256 East Main Street. Have a great show for you today. We'll get right into it. And um, Joe Ferraro is joining us here. Russell Wombles, the athletic director at Apopka High, is joining us. And we may even be joined by Brian King a little bit later. Uh, and Joe, I was just thinking, we were last week we talked about what a perfect setting this was on the front porch at Porky's, and we got more perfect weather today. You know, God loves us, and this is perfect. Come beautiful, on out. Beautiful, sunshiny day, and it's uh, without that oppressive heat that we're so used to. It's a nice, cool day don't, and a nice, nice breeze. Well, and I also want to let you know, of course, that Blue Dart Sports Central is sponsored by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Now let's go to our guest, Russell Wombles. Russell, great to see you. Thanks for coming over. Uh, thanks for having me, Roger. You know, and Joe and I were just talking before we went on the air that, you know, boy, the baseball team's really off to a great start. And I know you've got a special place in your heart for the baseball program as a former great player. And just, just talk a little bit about Blue Water Baseball in the 2018 season. Well, uh, off to a very good start. And, um, just uh, finished up in Pensacola, big tournament last uh, this past weekend, or this week, I'm sorry, in Pensacola. Played four schools from Oklahoma, which is kind of odd. Uh, went three and one, and uh, the, the game that, that would have put us into the championship or potentially the third place game or whatever, we actually had a three nothing lead that we lost, uh, I think, in the fifth or sixth inning and um, wound up losing. But it was also defending state champion of Oklahoma. It was a good, good baseball team we lost to. So turn around and uh, recover and beat Bartlesville the next night. So, yeah, I believe, uh, and I don't, I'm not in my office, so I don't have our record, but I want to say it's uh, somewhere around 12-3, and 13-3, something like that. But great start. Yeah, it had some great, uh, it's great to go off, you know, to another place another part of the state actually and pensacola is obviously a pensacola tate who sponsored that tournament they've had a elite program back from when i was in junior high school probably before yeah same same with me you know we we played them uh they used to come down and play uh when i was in high school they would come down and play in the colonial classic and i think they uh played in the uh, city of apopka invitational before so yeah there's a, a good connection there and a lot of real good teams up there so it's great to go out to some on the road like that and, and perform well and represent well. It's uh, one more uh, feather in the cap for Blue Darter Baseball this year. Now, of course, under Coach Mike McDaniel. And, of course, before they went out there to pick up some great district wins, or district rival wins, we beat Blake Brantley in a, in a great game at home. 
a lot of alumni, Blue Darter baseball alumni, were at that game. Beat West Orange, you know, which is not you know, obviously not only obviously a rival game, but also a district game. So a lot of good things have happened thus far in the season for Apopka baseball. Yeah, and uh, you know, and, and the the game we lost at Lake Brantley was a very winnable game. It was a game we we kind of had under control and then uh, kind of got away from us late, but. But, uh, you know, still got four big district games, you know, two with Olympia and, uh, and two with Wakiva. So we got to gotta finish strong there to get the seeding going into the district tournament, which we host. So that's, you know, that's a good thing as well. Friends, you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue. It's a great day to be in a Popka Blue Darter, and it's a perfect day to be on the front porch at Porky's. We're going to encourage you to come on up and try the new, brand-new menu item at Porky's, the Bison Burger. In fact, Joe had one last Friday, actually. How was it, Joe? It was very good. It was very good. And um, <laughs> now, I want to, we're, now we're joined by Brian King and also Russell Wobbles, athletic director of Apopka, is joining us. And, uh, yeah, Brian, just here we're talking right now about Blue Darter baseball and this, this season, which obviously started off very well. And I'd like to share, uh, have, have your thoughts. Well, you know, when you have a coaching change, it's, it, it's so important to get that first uh, – couple of weeks and, and some positive feedback and I think they got off to a good start um, obviously and uh, one of the things that people don't probably put much stock into is when you go away and stay out of town for three or four days together especially in a high school setting uh, it just does so much for some camaraderie and chemistry uh, and I think for them to have gone to Pensacola and go three and one and played pretty well uh, for the whole week I think will pay huge pay huge dividends uh, down the road, especially if you have to travel and stay over, you know, in the regional finals, maybe have to go and stay overnight. I know uh, in 97, uh, the trip to Gonzales-Tate was uh, if we hadn't have done so much bonding stuff, we would have had a much tougher time beating Tate that night. Uh, I think our chemistry in 97 was a big part of that. And uh, we had gone on a spring break trip to Pen- to uh, Tallahassee that year. And I thought it made a huge difference uh, going up there. We'd been on the road before. We understood what it was like to have to eat out and eat together and look, stay in the hotel room. So I think this week was a big week for them uh, for the future. No, I, I really agree. And uh, you know, commend Coach Daniel and Mike McDaniel and, and Russell for, for putting something like that together. You, you as you said, I mean, a first, playing a tournament ball is a completely different animal. Uh, it's a higher bar, you know, more difficult. And then, of course, going on the road. It's always difficult, even if it's just a short road trip over to Winter Garden or something. But, you know, going out of town, going hundreds of miles away, staying overnight for a few nights, it, it's a whole new experience. And personally, as you said, both of you guys have said, I think that will help prepare us for, for postseason, especially the kind of very strenuous postseason that, that you have here in Central Florida high school baseball. Yeah, when, when you know, and it, it it helps you know in terms of time management and things like that. You know, they were playing every night, so they had to fill time during the day. And you know, they they did some educational things. Went out to the um, oh, I forget what it's called, the aviation. What's that called? Yeah, the, 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 the that, military. Yeah, the military aviation, aviation yeah. place up there, and did a few things like that. So. Um, you know, and see teams that you don't normally get to see. You know, uh, and you're playing every day. You know, so it's a it's a totally different atmosphere, and and uh, like Brian said, there's not much 
you know, that can benefit you better than, than bringing kids together for, you know, 24 hours a day for four or five days. You'll get on each other's nerves a little bit, and but you'll, you know, you'll work through some things and, uh, and you're just better because of the entire experience. No, no, we've got Russell Wommels joining us, Popkiss Athletic Director. Can you tell us, and I know you talked to us before, but, I mean, you have new listeners every single week, and um, you about Coach McDaniel, because I know that, um, you know, you spotted him you know, as an up-and-comer years ago. And um, just tell us a little bit about Coach McDaniel and his background. Well, Coach McDaniel, I, I didn't know who he was until um, – there was a point in time, uh, I can't remember the year now, but we had a coaching change. Coach Lee was here, David Lee was here, and he left, and we had a coaching change and, you know, had quite a few people apply and so forth, and this resume crossed my desk that uh, I thought, well, that's that's an interesting resume. Uh, it wasn't, you know, one that I, you know, I thought was a good fit necessary, but I thought it was interesting. And then the first thing that I noticed was he actually played baseball at the same college I did. So this is a this is a school in the middle of the Ozark Mountains with about 1,200 students. So it's not like you run across those guys every day. Um, now he played a, a little bit after me, like a lot a after year me. Year or two, right? <laughs> yeah, year year or decade or two after. Anyway, but uh, so uh, so it was kind of cool. So I just called him and said, hey, you know, I. You know, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I think I have a pretty good idea of the direction we're going to go. But, you know, if you'd love to come in, it'll sit down and talk, you know. And, and we did. So it's kind of like an interview. And I was very impressed. I mean, we spent about three hours talking. Of course, two of those were talking about, you know, old college stuff and old professors and, you know, the old coaching staff and things like that. But um, but I could tell right then he had a background as an assistant college coach and, you know, just a really strong baseball background. And, I could tell, you know, he, he, he was a you know top-notch guy and top-notch coach. And so, um, you know, as time went on, I kind of followed what he did and some of the things he did. He got the, you know, he got the head coaching job at St. Cloud, did a great job there. And then he went to Oak Ridge. And what he did at Oak Ridge was borderline miraculous. Uh, Absolutely. And uh, yeah, that was one of the worst programs in yeah, so Central he, Florida when he went there. He turned that around. And, you know, I was at Dr. Phillips at the time when he was there. And, uh, you know, we have – that's a pretty good – I say we – don't need to say that nowadays but uh you know we had their uh, and they still do you know good solid program and and you know one year they beat us two out of three times i'm sitting there watching this i'm going okay i think this cat knows a little bit about the game and understands how to get the best out of kids and so forth and so on watch what they did with their facility over there and just very impressive so i, I knew you know if the opportunity ever presented itself it would probably be a good fit and uh you know it just so happened this this past year our coach uh, the, the coach in the pocket decided to take another job and and um, Coach Mack was being courted by other people. And uh, so uh, it, it was a very quick hire, I think, basically the next day. So uh, been very pleased. I, I just I, I really think more than anything, Roger, and Brian understands this, uh, a lot of times you can – your ability as a coach sometimes – there's a lot of great coaches out there. That's the bottom I mean, it, a lot of great coaches. But sometimes it's just finding the right fit because you can't put, you know, square pegs into circular holes. And I really felt like getting to know uh, Coach McDaniel over the years that he would just be a tremendous fit for this community. And so far, you know, we haven't been disappointed. 
No, it's uh, results. Great to see the way things are working out. Of course, Coach Lasser did a great job. He left the program in good shape. He was very skilled at developing pitchers. And that's one thing, as I've observed over the years, I mean, now it's probably 50-plus years of really observing sports closely. When you can get put a couple of good coaches together back-to-back, when you really can start to really achieve some, some some really really good success, and you get that you get that foundation built within the program. Now you're talking about a, a program, not just just a team. But anyway, it's uh, always fun to talk about a Popka baseball, a Popka Blue Daughter baseball, but especially when we're uh, having the kind of success we're having right now. Well, one thing, Roger, I did want to mention though. Is, uh, I mean, Coach Daniel does a great job, but I mean, we have a really good staff and, and brian will tell you that's that's important you know back in back in the days of coach wise having people like brian king around people like bobby burr around you know people like that around uh you, you know it's it, it, you don't run a good program with one man i mean it takes it takes it takes a staff and uh you know this is a really really top-notch staff and that makes all the difference in the world when you have a head coach that, that, that can delegate things and feel confident that you know that the people that, that are doing that job uh, knows what they're doing and uh, and are on the same page. Oh, without a doubt, and I, I've said all along that that Sonny Wise was an outstanding head baseball coach. But part of the Blue Daughter success was he always had good people around him, really good people around him. Same thing with Coach Darlington in the football program. Absolutely. You know, he's got four or five head coaches or former head coaches or guys who could be head coaches, and when you have more than one guy actually getting after it because again especially at the high school level most of the assistants are either really young or guys who just only want to show up and do the practice stuff and there's so much more to it than just showing up for two hours from two to four thirty uh every day uh being involved in the kids lives knowing what's going on having them be able to reach out to you uh it makes a huge difference to have two or three guys in there and it puts you way ahead of most High school programs. It's definitely re- reinforcing the values that you want you know, set in the program. Exactly. And that's and that was one of the, I, th- I believe, as I remember, that was pretty much the first thing, the first mountain that Coach McDaniel attacked when he when he first got the job was he started putting together that excellent staff. And he would be the first one to, to, to say what you just said, Russell, about how important this, his staff, any staff is, but especially his staff specifically this year. And, and Coach Darlington, he's, that was one of the first things he always talks about is, is how important just what Brian just said, that, to have, have an outstanding staff. Well, our first, I mean, our first conversation, you know, was by phone. I mean, uh, and, and we discussed that. That was one of the things we talked about. And I said, you know, Coach, if we, you know, if we, if we make this happen, uh, you know, we're, we're ready. I mean, we're we're going to do whatever we need to do to get the best people in here. So you know, be thinking about some names. Uh, you know, within our what we're capable of doing. But you know what I mean. But uh, be thinking of some names. And he already had some some names of people. And so we started seeing if we could find a place to fit everybody in. And it, it just kind of worked out. So you know, we're pretty excited about it. Again, Jason's got head coaching experience, and then Cody uh, been with him before and and knows his stuff and. And Cody played for, for guys like Chip Gerke in the summertime who have a lot of the popular values. And then Steve's been around and, and been through some professional baseball. So, I mean, that's, again, one of the best staffs all around. Yeah, yeah, great staff. We're, we're, friends, we're up at Porky's on the front porch. Come up and join us. We're going to go to break right now. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. 
Coming to you live from the front porch of Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. We're getting our weekend started off right. We encourage you to do the same thing. Come on up and join us for lunch at Porky's. 256 East Main Street in the heart of downtown Apopka, also known as Highway 441. Russell Wombles, Blue Darter Athletic Director, is joining us. Brian King, founder of Orlando Baseball Academy, is joining us. Multi-generation Blue Darter and a former assistant baseball and football coach at Apopka. And Joe Ferraro is here as well. So looking forward to having a great day talking about Blue Darter sports. And, um, now I'd like to let's go back to Brian. You know, of course, one of the the, the the many good things you do at Orlando Baseball Academy is you really have developed players, and, and it's really a you've been very successful in helping players advance beyond high school, play in college, and you've got an impressive list of alumni that actually played professional baseball and even major league baseball. You know, why don't you just give us a little you know, brief list because I know some of those guys are some of your alumni are, are doing well right now. Oh, absolutely. Um, very exciting. Our, our newest uh, guy that's closest to the big leagues is uh, Baltimore Royal, um, Baltimore Orioles minor leaguer Ryan Mountcastle. Uh, Ryan's from uh, Oviedo and went to Haggerty High School. Um, he's uh, had an outstanding spring for the Orioles in the big league camp, hitting about 280. He's hit three or four home runs. Um, I think you'll see Ryan Mountcastle in the big leagues uh, at the end of this year or the start of next year. I think uh, good shot, uh, depending upon what the Orioles do with Manny Machado, uh, is where uh, where how long away Ryan will be from going to the big leagues. But, you know, uh, after I got out of the high school coaching uh, in 05, in 07, I opened Orlando Baseball Academy, and we've been very fortunate to have some really, really good players uh, Several former big leaguers have, have put their kids in our program, Mike Stanley, Joe Oliver, Dante Bichette, uh, just to mention a couple of them. But the biggest thing, that the reason that we opened this, and I kind of got out of the high school coaching, was I could help 20 high school kids at a time. Now what I do is I got a chance to help hundreds of guys at a time from all over Central Florida. And the biggest thing for Orlando Baseball Academy is you know what everybody wants to be a gator or a seminole or a hurricane but not everybody can play those, those levels and that's okay the biggest thing is that if you're a high school starter in central florida for two years there's a place for you to play collegiately and it's about finding the right fit and part of the thing that people don't understand is a lot more to fit than just being able to play baseball it's the academics first it's the financial for the parents second it's being able to get along in the community, meaning there's a lot of still a lot of colleges where the town closes down at nine o'clock at night. Where here in Orlando, there's something to do whether it's two a.m. or two p.m. So some guys can handle that. It's about finding the right fit for the coach's mentality and uh, personality. Can you handle a guy who's a holler and a screamer? Do you play hard enough for a guy who's not a holler and a screamer? So there's a lot of things that go into finding the right collegiate fit for players that unfortunately uh, in the industry is overlooked a lot of times because from a business standpoint you know what, no, nobody gets excited that somebody went to Santa Fe Community College or what Warner University or uh, Southeastern University but it's not for, for us in Orlando Baseball I mean it's not about the business brand of oh we got X many guys at Florida or Florida State we want our kids to succeed. Um, and again, 
to go to a Florida or Florida State or Miami or even a UCF in, in today's sure. world, you're not going to be able to play as a freshman. You're just not physically or mentally ready for the for the change from high school to college. So the, the idea is to send kids to places they've been playing all their life. If you go to college, you've been one of the best players on your team. So to find a place where they can go, succeed immediately, and have a good four-year college experience. And that's what we try to accomplish at OBA. Great information, great real-world insight into really how to develop and have a have a great future as, as a high school ball player. Thanks for sharing with us, Brian. Absolutely. Well, you know, in, t- in terms of that, that's, that's a big thing. So many kids grow up, and quite honestly, a lot of times it's their parents that uh, have this – very unrealistic expectation of, of uh, there there are so many there are so few opportunities to participate at the division one level forget the fact forget sec and acc i'm talking about any division one level it i'm going to tell you it's hard to play at stetson that's not i mean that's not for everybody you know and uh finding a fit is by far the most important thing and and, and here's the thing you're going to school primarily to get an education, and when you walk out of uh, when you walk out of the University of Florida or walk out of the University of the Ozarks, like I did, the degree means the same thing. I mean, that's the bottom line, and it gives you it it, it, it enhances your earning potential, and it gives you an opportunity to you know to do the things that you grew up wanting to do. And so, you need to pick schools based on things like that. I mean, some people, I mean, some people play in times important. You want to play early? Well, you know, maybe you might have a chance to be a quote unquote preferred walk on, which is uh, uh, <laughs> it's kind of goofy statement, but they use, they use statements like that all the time. Uh, fake news. But... Fake news. <laughs> Leave it to Roger to come up with that one. Uh, but uh, well, I so, know what being a walk on to like. So. Yeah. So, but the bottom line is finding that best fit is far more important, and uh, you know than than wearing a a name on a jersey. Great wisdom, great advice from two guys that, that know. Athletic director Russell Wombles of Apopka High School and Brian King, founder of Baseball Academy. Russell, while you're joining us, I, if you'd like, I'd love to hear, can you share about your experience, how you came, you had a great career at Apopka High School, Apopka Junior High even before that. Um, I remember back in the days when you were the quarterback, starting quarterback for Apopka Junior High football on, on a really good team. But um, can you, I mean, how did you, what was your journey? Uh, first of all, you know, your experience and wanting to pr- pr- play at the college level, um, what kind of ups and downs did you face there, and, and how did you eventually wind up at the University of the Ozarks? Well, I mean, if I'm, you know, if I'm being honest, and which I'm real good at, uh, probably better than I should be at times, <laughs> right, Brian? Absolutely. But, uh, but uh, you know, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't particularly a great student in high school, only because I didn't, I, I just, I didn't really care that much for school. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I like to joke around. I probably shouldn't say this on air, but again, I'm not, not much bothers me. So uh, I like to joke around that the, the reason I went to school every day growing up was the fact that. Uh, I was really fond of playing ball, and 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 I I like to see girls a lot, and and just so happened you had to go to school every day to play ball, and I I never saw girls on the street corner during the school day, so <laughs> two I thought of, it was two out of three ain't, ain't bad. I, I thought it was a pretty <laughs> good a place song to in be there somewhere. I thought it was a pretty good place to be. I wasn't highly motivated in the classroom. I mean, I was 
smart enough to be whatever I wanted to be. But, you know, I, I just wanted to play ball. Yeah, that's all I ever wanted to do. It's what I did growing up. Uh, I mean, I, that that was my life uh, from the time I was five till whenever. Uh, like everybody else, I wanted to be a professional athlete. I saw the handwriting on the wall eventually. That wasn't going to work, so I started thinking about other opportunities. And... Um, I did have a couple. I, I had a couple of opportunities coming out of high school. Uh, you know, not a. I didn't, I didn't have a, a boatload. Literally, you know, maybe three. So uh, I happened to be dating a, a, a girl at the time. I'd been we'd been dating since tenth grade, and she decided that she wanted to go to Arkansas to go to school, and she's trying really hard to convince me to go to Arkansas. And I said, well, there, there's a few problems with that. First of all, these people in Arkansas, they would have to want me. It doesn't really matter if I want them. It doesn't work that way. So it's like it's like we talk about the kids that want to go to Florida and Florida State. You can want them all you want to, but if it's not reciprocated, it's pretty much not relevant. And uh, so, uh, so she starts talking to me about Arkansas and uh, you know, I looked on a map just to make sure it was in the United States. And, uh, I, <laughs> I was going to ask if you knew where that was before no clue. this. So, okay, because I, I wouldn't have known either. So. I was fairly certain it was in North America, but I just wanted to make sure I wasn't going to be crossing any borders. Um, so, um, you know, and, and I'm going to tell you, and, and this girl I'm talking about, we've now been married 30 uh, 100 years, 30, 31 years, and uh, we dated seven and a half years before that. So she basically helped raise me. That's, that's what I like to say. Um, and, uh, you know, she, she's a lot smarter than I am, but she made a visit to that school. And uh, she's, she's uh, kind of bold, you know. She just went to the baseball coach's office. She said, hey, I'm thinking about coming to school here. My boyfriend's really good. You got a spot for him? She's like, oh, who are you? You know, kind of, uh, really? basically it was something, something along those lines. But anyway, at the end of the day, she uh, – uh, she set it up. Next thing you know, I was in communication with the baseball coach. We set up a trial for me to go up there. And the day that I went up there to to work out for him was I was I, I was I actually probably played better that day than I am. You know, talent wise, you know, played above my head and uh, just really everything defensively. You know, swinging the bat, everything was awesome. And he's like, uh, you know, I, I knew afterwards. You know, I hit a few balls. You know, that were over in this these woods and. Uh, and I asked him, uh, I went to go help him retrieve the balls. It was about 100, 100 degrees. Let me tell you, 100 degrees in Arkansas, it's tough. Yeah. That's tough up there, buddy. That's tougher than 100 degrees here. So when I went over to uh, I, I got went over to go help him retrieve the balls, he said, no, you, you stay in the A.C. And I thought that was a good sign. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, so he, yeah, he, he, he offered me on the spot and, and – uh, you know, they have to. Schools like that. There's very few full scholarships. There's I mean, well, some of the best. Divi- so, Division one, yeah. I mean, what is it? 11, 11, 11. baseball. Point seven. 11. 7. Again, I like I like to tell people all the time. You really got. To, I like to tell people all the time. You really got to think about this. There's 13 Division one schools in Florida, so they have 140 scholarships divided by four or four and a half, five years. So every year. There's about 35 Division One scholarships in the in the state of Florida, so, uh, and there's 1,500 high school kids in Florida alone playing baseball. But that's basically, you know, that's that's how I wound up there, and, and so that's a great story. some schools some schools you, know, you get very creative. Um, uh, they were, I mean, out, here's the thing, Roger. I went to school there. I uh, didn't pay. I think the first first semester I was there, I paid like three hundred dollars. After that, 
I, I didn't pay another I didn't pay another dime, and uh, they were actually giving me a check every month, you know, to go to school and play ball. So uh, so it's a pretty good deal. But but I had a great experience. I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. It is absolutely the best thing they ever had, and it gave me a chance to play early. So I started for four years. I wouldn't have done that at other places that I could have gone, and um, and I was coached by. Uh, one of the greatest men I've ever met to this day, and, and uh, uh, I mean, he, he's just awesome. He taught me so much about, uh, you know, about coaching and trying to trying to get the best out of kids, and you know, doing things like that. He's very positive, and it was just, you know, it was pretty cool. You know, when you when you look over to, you know, third base coaching box, and you just kind of feel like, you know, what that guy believes I'm really good, you know, and that makes all the difference in the world, you know. Whereas you look down there, and if someone's looking at you, looking back at you, like just please put it in play, <laughs> just please, you know. What I mean? Can we uh, get to the next hitter? Please, yeah, just yeah, let us yeah, get to the next yeah. hitter. Can we? Uh, yeah, can we? Can we just send him back and take the out? No. So, so it was it was such a great experience learning from uh, this person who was who was first and foremost, and it's about building men. You know what I mean? And winning baseball games were secondary, but. I played with some great players. I mean, it was I, – I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Well, you know, so and, and that's a great story. And um, thank you for sharing that with us. I always love to hear these stories. And, you know, a lot of them are very unique, just like your path. And uh, certainly that's a unique one. Please to be joined by John Perry now. We're going to take another break here at Porky's. And then when we come back, uh, we'll hear from John Perry and talk about spring sports at Apopka High School course we we'll invite you to come up and join us at porkies are located at 256 east main street in the heart of downtown apopka it's also highway 441 come on up and try their brand new menu item the bison burger soon to be famous at porkies original barbecue in apopka we'll be right back it's blue darter sports central on 1520 wbzw your hometown station now here's roger Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. And it's a perfect day to be on the front porch at Porky's. We invite you to come on up and join us. I'm Roger Franklin Williams, joined by Joe Ferraro is here, of course. John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner, has joined us. And also we're joined here at Porky's live by Russell Wombles, former Blue Darter standout baseball player, currently the AD, athletic director, and Brian King, founder of Orlando Baseball Academy and former Blue Darter assistant football and baseball coach and player in the program as well. Roger, and, you, you're forgetting you and I. We uh, were both baseball players at Apopka High School. That's true. That's true. That, that I, I, forgot, I forgot you. I don't like to talk about myself. But well, I I talk, was, yeah, I you're was, right, Joe. My Tom sophomore was a, year, a I was letterman, all, I letterman declared, in the program. Yeah, yeah, I declared myself all-conference scorekeeper because that's <laughs> all I did all season. But. <laughs> ben, you were a starter on the uh, our junior high baseball yeah, the junior uh, high team, yeah, conference yeah, we, champions we, we, who played yeah, it they, in the um, championship game. That's right. Yep. That, that's our. That's my claim to fame. Um, now, why don't we go back? You know, I want to you know, go back to John in just a moment. But, but first of all, Russell, you know, there are a lot of other great things happening with other sports this spring at Apopka, and I'd like to bring you up today, have, bring us up to date on that. And uh, I'll let you start. We you know, we want to talk a little bit about 
boys weightlifting, about girls softball, and girls lacrosse. Yeah. Uh, I mean, actually, we have several other – track's going to have a good, solid year. Uh, and, you know, we were talking about bringing, uh, hiring Coach McDaniel on that staff. We've got some really, really high-quality new coaches. Some came last year, some came this year. But, I mean, uh, Cecilio Fowler is our track coach. He just does an incredible job. Uh, John Ald, our girls lacrosse coach, they're on pace – well, I, I think they've already surpassed the best best uh, best yeah. season in, in history. And he took – I hired him last year. It was the first person I hired when I got to Apopka. And he uh, – they were coming off zero wins, none. And uh, so uh, I, off the top of my head, I don't know their record right now. And, I, and, and, and listen, we're not going to compete for a state championship or anything. But – Yet. And there's a there's – a, I mean, I'm talking about in the next year. But here's the thing. I mean, we, we've got a chance to finish, you know, five, six, seven games over 500. We're talking about a guy that inherited a program with zero wins. So he just does a phenomenal job and well-liked by the kids and the parents and, the, you know, everybody involved in the program. Um, so he's another coach. And going back to wrestling, we brought Brett Simonelli then in this year, and we had the highest finish in the history of the in the state uh, – or, excuse me, state highest state finish in the history of the program. He's a great coach. Um, so we're just really proud of all those coaches. But softball has now moved. Uh, I think they're ranked number two in the state in Class 9A. Uh, lost uh, lost uh, extra inning game right before spring break that they they should have won. But that's that's okay. You know you got to adversity sometimes makes you a little bit better later later on. So so that's not gonna gonna be devastating. So I know they're in the top ten in the state now overall rankings. They rank all classes. There's a miracle, whatever. But uh, I think they're ranked number nine there, even after the loss. So, you know, great, great time with uh, spring sports. Our weightlifting team won the Metro West Conference Championship and the District Championship, which is something that, that we've, we've been getting used to a little bit, winning some of that thing lately. And and uh, in regards to that, just, you know, one one quick thing back in uh, yeah, 2000. You had a story for us about yeah, the boys' I got to tell you something real quick about weightlifting. I wish Coach Darlington was here uh, because he actually texted me the other day after the weightlifting meet just to let me know they won. And then uh, the last text he sent was, Something along the lines of that's that's uh, that's a lot better than a dead man, right? So he's referring to the first year when when we hired him back from Valdosta. Was it 2005? Is that what it was? Six? I don't know. Six. 2006. Uh, you know, we we also met him the weightlifting coach. Pretty common. You know that the football coach is a weightlifting coach. And uh, so that first year we go to the conference championship and. I get the results from the AD that was hosting. I don't, I don't remember where it was at, but I, they sent me the, an email, and so I'm looking over the results, and I look at it, go down the, the list of the conference schools, and at the very bottom, very bottom, said a popka. We have one point, one point. And, and I texted him, and I'm like, how in the world do we get one point? And I remember his response was something like, look, we're going to win plenty of football games, and sometimes the weightlifting uh, uh, events don't match up. He, anyway, long, he was trying to ramble on about so I didn't want to hear any of that. I just basically said, to, I said, I want you to think about this. I think we can do both. I don't see any reason why we can't be really good at both of them. I says, and then think about this. That's one point more than a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> so his text the other day was, we're, we're a long way from a dead man now. I said, good, good. <laughs> 
Great story about the growth of the uh, It's just like program. Rick to remember something from 12 years absolutely, ago. Absolutely, uh, that's, that's very classic. He's he doesn't he's got the mind that's just the steel trap. He doesn't yeah. not forget. And of course, uh, it was a great picture of the boys weightlifting team, district champion, and Metro Conference boys weightlifting team uh, in the Popka Chief last week, and we talked a little bit about that on the show. And actually yeah. noted that Coach Darlington w- was there. Now is he is he the head co- still still the head coach now? Well, I think so. It's kind of really hard to tell. In football, it's very obvious yeah. who's yeah. the head coach. So. Weightlifting, not so much. But no, he has he actually has a really good staff. Uh, uh, Bill Coggle, uh, Matt Anderson, or Tom Pellucci. I mean, so it's football guys, but all of them have been head weightlifting coaches before that understand the sport and, and have actually been good head weightlifting coaches. So, it's again, it's going back to, like, baseball. It's it, as strange as it sounds, you know. I mean, what we've got a good staff. Is, what day of the week is it? That's who's the coach. He does a better job probably of delegating and weightlifting than he does in football, if that makes sense. Get that? <laughs> <laughs> John's smiling. But, yeah, I did notice that quite a few – we had some uh, football players represented, you know. Yeah, on the, they on the actually team. do a great job with the weightlifting team. We joke about it, but they've really, you know, brought that program a long way. John, uh, you know, we were talking before you got here about baseball. And, um, you know, sorry for the late invitation. I was thinking you were, you were out of town for some reason with it being spring break and everything. Everybody else is out of town. Yeah, I try yeah. to get a hold of it. Um, you know, the, the team went out to Pensacola, baseball team, and um, – it, it represented very well against some very very tough competition and you know in in road tournament t- style circumstances which is important yeah four games four days uh you know that's that's a that tests your arms uh the arms on the on the squad uh the you know the popka uh, won three of the four games only game they lost was uh, eight to four to mustang oklahoma mustang high of Mustang, Oklahoma, um, and then the Mustang Broncos. I didn't get that either. Yeah, I, yeah, that makes me <laughs> twist my head like a puppy. <laughs> but uh, of course, a lot of things do. But they, you know, uh, Mustang was the defending six A champion, state champion from Oklahoma. So obviously, a good program. Uh, you know, Oklahoma. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure the baseball there is pretty good. It's I mean, very good. It, it, it's not like it would be. Wyoming or something, you know, uh, where, where, or Connecticut or something, where there's half a dozen teams that might be pretty good. So, anyway, state champ of uh, defending 6A champ from Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, Popka didn't have the, the best game. Uh, texted back and forth a little bit with Mike McDaniel and uh, after the game, and, and he uh, was, was saying they didn't particularly play well, but Mustang's a good program. And, you know, one of those things where, as Russell said earlier, try to make it. You know, a little adversity now. Try to try to help you later and, and learn learn from it. Um, you know, so it, it's uh, this Tate Aggie Classic is is a quality tournament. I mean, they had 19 schools there, and and they, I know they had some issues with the weather. You know, the the weather they us, especially on Tuesday, was up that way on Monday, and uh, maybe not quite as as uh, bad up there, but uh, but it did hit hit them and, and caused some issues with some of the scheduling, but they were able to, you know, I think most of the teams played four games. And so, you know, that you won't get it. You know, you, you come out of, of something like that three and one out of four games, that tells me you've got a pretty good staff in terms of your pitching staff. You've got to be able to, because you start, sometimes you start getting to your, even your second, but especially your third and fourth starter, and you know you can you can start if you win a game it might be fifteen to twelve or something and uh, 
Yeah, Popka did score some runs, but didn't didn't give up tons. The eight runs was the most they gave up, I think. And uh, you know, like I say, a defending six eight champ from Oklahoma. So come back uh, to to a Popka eleven and three uh, this this week. Uh, or Popka is bye week as far as the the uh, district tournament uh, district uh, team uh, district games go. Uh, there's five teams in the district, so one team's you know while four of the teams play each other they're one of the teams has to set out a week so this is a pop the next week is a popkins week to set out and pop will play university high on tuesday night and then saturday afternoon i think it's a 130 start uh one or 130 the pop is playing osceola at home both games are are at jay barnesfield at a popka high school so then the next week we'll play pop will play uh olympia in two district games and uh, wakiva the following week in two district games so uh, you know Popka's still at three and one in the district. Still, still looking strong for, for the ability. If they end up going seven and one, you know, are able to sweep Olympia and Wakiva, then you're looking at seven and one. Uh, you know, I, I guess Brantley could end up being seven and one as well. And and I, I don't know. I guess at that point it would, I guess, come down to a coin flip because all the tiebreakers would be tied. But but uh, you know, getting that that one seed's important. But it's you know in this district it's not the end of the it's kind of like the basketball it's not uh, you know there there's some pretty good teams no matter who you're gonna play great great report on Blue Daughter baseball from John Perry Popkin Chief now well we're up on our next break when we come back we'll continue to talk Blue Daughter baseball and other sports as well on Blue Daughter Sports Central we're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue and it's a perfect place to be on a beautiful light day like today I do want to let you know that. Blue Daughter Sports Central is presented by Florida Door Solutions. And in the best Apopka tradition, Florida Door Solutions gives back. Florida Door Solutions supports Apopka High School, Apopka High School Athletics, Apopka Little League, and other youth sports and community organizations. To find out more about Florida's best garage door company, go to fladoor.com. That's fladoor.com. Or just give them a call at 866 866- FLA door and tell them you're an Apopka Blue Darter. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in Apopka. We're getting our weekend started off right. We encourage you to do the same thing at Porky's. Come on up and join us. Want to join Joe Ferraro's here, of course. John Perry's joining us from the Apopka Chief and Planner. Russell Wombles, Athletic Director at Apopka High School. And Brian King's joining us as well, founder of the Orlando Baseball Academy. Having a great discussion about Blue Rider sports across the board. And we've hit quite a few of the spring sports. And I obviously, I think all of us, are one of the things that's pretty much constantly at the, at the forefront of our mind, certainly my mind, 365 days a year, actually, it's a popular Blue Rider football. And, of course, spring football is not too far away. And um, the schedule is out now. And, Russell, can you talk about there's a um, little bit about our schedule this year? And there's a, a change or two I'd like to have you, you know, share with us. Yeah, sure. Yeah, spring is getting ready to start. On, and uh, since we're talking about spring, I want to take an opportunity to say thank you to the city of Apopka. They allow us to use fields out at uh, Fields of Fame, the Northwest Complex. And 
you know, it's really helpful for our kids to, you know, to be able to have more room to work and, the, you know, the fields are in a little better shape than ours are at this time of year. You know, we have one, so it's, <laughs> it's beat, you know, it's beat up. So, uh, you know, we just want to say thank you to Mariah and those folks out there for, for allowing that. Um, yeah, next year's schedule is going to be interesting. We have a lot of returning players, losing some really, you know, really good linemen, but uh, basically all of our skill kids are back, so I'm sure they'll uh, – They'll find some people to plug in those linemen spots. It'll open up some holes, and we'll run around and, you know, do all that trickeration stuff that we're accused of or whatever. But uh, anyway, it's spinning midgets or whatever. We, we, we've been caught a lot of things, and uh, all of it, all of it's okay, right, uh, because they amount to wins. But uh, so, yeah. Gives people a lot to think about. That's, that's right. Sure. That's right. It's, we're not the easiest team to prepare for in a week, that's for sure. But um, having said that, you know, our schedule basically is flip-flop from last year. Uh, we were scheduled to play actually seven uh, seven regular season games at home this year because we had made a contract with Miami Norland High School for them to come here twice. Um, if, if anybody came to the Miami Norland game last year, it was it was an interesting game, and and uh, we yeah, played a half. It was a night that the you know, rain swept through all of yeah. all of Central Florida. It was, it was miserable, but uh, we played a half, and, and we you know they they came all the way up from Miami, so we assumed they wanted to play a whole game, and there we was, waited. There was around. a long. I guess lightning. Yeah, delay. lightning yeah. delay was the, that was the problem. Hour and a half, like. Yeah, it was it was a long time. I know that, but uh, so I spent a lot of time with the officials and with the uh, visiting AD and uh, you know just trying to figure out what we we're going to do. But we had it set up to return it. I think to the field. I believe ten ten fifteen we were going to return because they came all the way up from Miami. And uh, let me and, just jump in there because I we, Joe, I remember it very well. And Joe and I, I think John may have been joining us in the press box and. During that you know long you know delay there and um, begin to see you know first of all it was almost kind of like Noah's Ark because you know when it first happened I guess you had to clear everything and right. it, there was not a person body to be seen for about an hour or so next thing you know I think I may have seen you or, or Mr Arnold you know emerge out onto the field and then maybe Coach D and then maybe the, you know there could be anyway, next thing you know next you know begin to you know, got that word and people start to come on back on the field and then I saw begin to see you and you know engaged in you know serious conversation with I think coach D and Mr. Arnold maybe their team and so just, I'm dying to find out what was going on well, at that time during, uh, the, during that lightning delay yeah we, we don't have enough time to cover all that <laughs> today but uh, to the brief the very brief and of course we, we were leading it at halftime I think maybe yeah, it, it was 10 like, to 6 or something no, like that it was like 14 to, 14 to 6 but to be honest with you I, I can't I mean we were very much in control of the game I felt like and I I, I felt really good about our chances in the second half. I don't think they'd ever uh, uh, played someone like us, not just our offense. I, th- I think, uh, you know, we're very physical, and I-, I think it was a different experience for them, and they were very talented. But anyway, bottom line was we agreed to, c- to play at 10-15, and uh, so at 10, uh, 10 o'clock we're going to let the teams back on the field. Now, understand, when we have lightning, and we, we subscribe to a weather service that tells us exactly where lightning's at. They'll tell us the last lightning strike was seven minutes ago, 0.4 miles to the northwest, and our athletic trainers, I leave it up to our head athletic trainer, Jerome Mogul, to keep us informed. I have that information, but I want to hear it from them. So, and, uh, so we had it all figured out, and uh, at 10 o'clock we're getting ready to come on the field, and, and we don't – we don't see Miami Norland High School. And then I'm on the radio with Eddie Sanders, our assistant athletic director, who's who's in charge of handling the visiting team, you know, on game night. And he's like, Coach, you're getting on the bus. So, so <laughs> wow. that, was the, that, was, <laughs> that was the first I knew they were getting on the bus. I thought we agreed to play at 10-15. So I finally I call their AD on the cell phone, and we get to 
talking about, I'm like, what are you guys doing? They said, ah, coach, you know, we're, we're tired, we're hungry, we're, we're, we're going to get out of here. I'm going, we had, we're going to play at 10 15. I said, we've got all these people waiting around. So, anyway, wasn't, you know. Wow. He, it, it wasn't. Uh, it, it was difficult. It was difficult for him because I don't think that was a choice he wanted to make. But there were other people there that were making those decisions, and I think he felt a little, little tough about it. But anyway, so having said all that, and that's kind of where I'll leave that. That's probably the best place to leave it. John knows a little more about it, but uh, but we we. We had a contract with them, but so there is, you know, we, we're going to get a little so, bit of so something they, in return. They left, and we didn't play the second half, and eventually we were awarded a, a win. Yes, and, and normally that game would not have been a win, but I immediately got on the phone with FHSA that night. I was literally standing on the track at 12 o'clock that night talking to the head of the football for uh, FHSA, who I know very well, and I explained the whole thing to him. I said, you know, Frank, this is not acceptable. I mean, this is not. This is not going to be a no game, which is what they were calling all those games that night. I says we had an agreement to play. They chose not to play. There's a big difference between the two. And now with the it's a playoff, forfeit. yeah, I said now with the playoff points, we wouldn't have cared that much in the past because in the past a district champion, the district runner-up, well, not not anymore. Now it's based on points. So we wanted those points, and uh, he awarded those 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 points on money. So that worked out. So having said all this, uh, a couple months ago, I get a email from their athletic director advising me they will not be returning. <laughs> it was a very nice email. We had a phone conversation that was very cordial, and and I understood where they were coming from. But we had a contract, and I told him, I says, now our contract from next year will be enforced because they offered to help us find another game. I said, now we're. We're pretty capable of finding our own games, but I appreciate the offer. I said, but, uh, uh, Coach, you need to understand, we will enforce the contract, you know, the terms in the contract that, that we agreed to. He says, well, that's a little – I'm just telling you. It's your option, but we will enforce the contract. So so then we started scrambling trying to find a game. We could only find one team that was interested in coming here, and it was a team we were not interested in playing, not, not because we were scared of them or anything. It's just philosophically we were not – uh, you know, who, not, who was that? Well, I'm not going to say, but uh, it's it's a school that has players from all over the country come in and all that. We're just you know, and it's not any place local. They would have been interested in coming here. We're not interested in playing them. Uh, not really fired up about showing our kids off to other schools. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Sounds like IMG. Uh, but anyway, so moving on. <laughs> cough, cough. <laughs> so that there was a chance of that so we we got past that pretty quickly and then we basically go on and we have a couple of different opportunities we're trying to work something out it didn't we wound up uh we're going to go to a bartram trail who was a state runner up this year out of Pontevedra, basically or st st john's county i believe just south of jacksonville a great program so that'll be another challenge for us but we will go there and we also have uh, the biggest thing is we have both Lakeland and Dr. Phillips at home this year, so that's going to be a. a I think they're a great they're, ba- they're back to back, aren't they? Uh, I believe you're right, but I don't. Yeah, know. Are, are are all the games at seven o'clock this this year, Russell? I mean, yes. I'm assuming your home games are. Our home games are at seven. Yes. Okay, I didn't know if the Lakeland might be pushed because it's of the distance there, but. No, we won't push anything unless TV comes along. So I've been. Right. Trying and, to. Harp and they're on not doing that anymore, as far as I know. So. What the Bright House? Some, I'm, well, I was trying to work on something else, but oh, okay. I, I don't think it's going to pan out. But if right. it does, we'll be at their mercy. Right. Well, guys, thanks for joining us today. It's been a great show. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Russell Wombles, for joining us. Blue Order AD, founder of, Brian King, founder of Orlando Baseball Academy, and John Perry of Apopka Chief and Planner. Thanks to Jeff in the studio. And, friends, thank you for joining us. 
Go, it's a beautiful day. Come on up and join us at Porky's Apopka. Have a great day. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.